This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Tuesday, good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's News Podcast. Any reduction in the level of connectivity at Cork Airport will have ripple effects for business in the region. That's according to Cork Chamber, who say the aviation industry will need state support into 2022 to help it recover from the biggest downturn in recent history. Aer Lingus announced last week that it intends to close its Cork base between September and the end of November, impacting 198 ground staff and cabin crew. It follows Ryanair's announcement that it would keep its Cork base closed until winter at the earliest. Speaking to Red FM News, Cork Chamber Connor Healy says the closure of bases is worrying. Connectivity is really important and if you look at that combined level of connectivity across Europe and the US from both Shannon and Cork airports, any reduction in that level of connectivity will have an impact on business, not just in Cork but all across Munster. Strong regional connectivity, it is a key element of decision making of business in terms of where they locate and we certainly need to ensure that Cork gets back up to the level of connectivity that we had uh, pre-COVID. Shipwrecks like the MV Alta will blight the Irish coast for decades unless existing laws around abandoned vessels aren't strengthened. That's the warning from Cork Senator Tim Lombard, who raised the issue in the Shannon. The cargo ship washed up on rocks in Ballycotton during Storm Dennis in February 2020. Several people have boarded the ship despite the advice of Cork County Council, while a recent fire destroyed most of the cabin and living quarters. Speaking to FM News, Senator Lombard says the current legislation isn't enough of a deterrent. We can ensure that the actual owners or the previous owners will have a liability regarding these vessels. We also have the legacy issue. How do we deal with these vessels going forward? It's going to be a really significant bill for our local authority if we don't have clarity and new legislation to help out with these issues. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sport and La Rochelle coach Ronan O'Gara has spoken of his disappointment after his side narrowly lost the European Champions Cup decider to Toulouse on Saturday. They played the second half with 14 players and lost 22-17. The Corkman though says there are no excuses. Bitterly disappointed. It's uh, worse today actually, a lot worse. Um... But we got to get uh, our heads around it and uh, come back better and see how we can have a cut off the top 14 because uh, Saturday there was a game there to be won even with 14 players and that's the frustrating part about it. Um, but as we know, it's 80 minutes and um, mm. if you're not good enough for the 80 minutes, uh, shut up and move on. In football, Ryan Johansson's been included in the Republic of Ireland under-21 squad for friendlies against Switzerland, Australia and Denmark, which kick off from Marbella on Sunday. Sevilla player Johansson was recently granted clearance by FIFA to play for the national team. He had played at underage level for Luxembourg, however his mother is Irish. Manager Jim Crawford has also named Hitafe's John Joe Patrick Finn in the squad for the first time. England manager Gareth Southgate will name a large European Championship squad this lunchtime to allow players to prove their fitness. It'll have to be reduced to 26 players by next Tuesday. And Man City boss Pep Guardiola has been named Manager of the Year by the League Managers Association. He guided the club to their third Premier League title in four seasons and his first Champions League final. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. Margaret Buttermer down in West Cork dominates many of the red tops this morning. She was before Bandon District Court, the 66-year-old. She's very defiant, very unrepentant, as the judge said, and very likely to reoffend. So what has she been doing? She's been walking around without a mask on. 
and spent a weekend in court in jail because of it, was back in court yesterday inciting the court yet again with no mask on. And I think she'll be before the court again in the foreseeable future. The Mirror this morning called it a bare-faced cheek. Uh, suspended sentence for not wearing a mask is the story from The Echo this morning. Her supporters were holding placards with slogans like Grannies Won't Be Gagged and they cheered the 66-year-old as she walked free from court in West Cork yesterday with a suspended sentence and a fine. Uh, how much was she fined? €350 Euro, um, for verbally abusing a store manager, where it's alleged she called him an a-hole, except she called him the whole word. Uh, she says that she is only answerable to God. So that's one that makes the papers this morning. She is going to continue to live her life, and uh, she her hands are held high in jubilation, and I suppose in triumph, if, if you like, for you know, uh, her side in the sense that she's going to continue to not wear masks uh, and defiantly stands outside the course the, yesterday uh, and makes the front pages of many of the papers. And then there's a lot of confusion as to will we or won't we or can you or can't you fly overseas? Certainly won't be flying over Belarus anytime soon, but live gigs are coming back with fans of 5,000. While at the same time, it said in the mirror this morning that they're going to allow gigs of up to 5,000 outdoors but snubbing the pub's call to be allowed to reopen, like we were chatting about yesterday morning on July 1st. So stay and spend for Ireland is a story that makes the mail. With the end of all of the travel restrictions and tourists allowed to come and go, um, the tourism minister instead is urging that we remain home this year and support the country. But here's why there's confusion with regards to all of this. The examiner this morning says foreign travel on the cards for July. Ireland aims to be one of the early adopters on board with the digital cert for vaccinated people. But this morning, the Indo says return of holidays abroad delayed because of the cyber attack on the HSE. They are saying uh, that uh, the cyber attack has crippled the health service for the last 10 days. And I suppose if you drill in to the story, you'll find some connection between the cyber attack and the HSE and whether or not people can travel overseas and on holidays. But Bihar Martin is saying if you do get suspicious calls or if you get suspicious texts to get in touch with the Garda Shikana straight away following the cyber criminals hack of the HSE IT system. But I like a question and answers that makes the independent this morning. Who would buy your data, your personal health information, and how might it be used to target people? Well, this morning, Adam Reckler, uh, Weckler, who does a lot of the uh, data IT tech stuff for the independent says we have some recent examples of how criminals specifically target victims of medical database hacks last year patients of a Finnish psychotherapy practice um, firm started to get extortion and blackmail threats and hackers had stolen the firm's database and then contacted individual clients threatening to expose the details of their mental health treatment unless they paid a fee of 200 euro in bitcoin and if it wasn't paid within 24 hours they then increased the demand to 500 euro in bitcoin and apparently hundreds of patients data did end up online although he says we don't know whether this was connected to a refusal to pay or simply the hackers dumped it anyway even if they had been paid get the red fm news extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie